Well, a motion that aimed to bring in more red light and speed cameras to Vancouver passed uh, at City Council on Wednesday. However, that doesn't mean you'll be seeing the devices in use anytime soon. The ABC majority on council uh, did amend the motion, directing staff to identify high-risk intersections in the city where cameras would help prevent serious crashes. Now, earlier today, Councillor Christine Boyle was on Mike Smith's show talking about uh, the amendments, and I think she expressed some of her frustration as well. Take a listen. The sort of most frustrating and confounding part of ABC's response was adding a big study that city staff should do alongside all sorts of community partners um, to look at more of the specifics. The fact is that we're just not putting enough funding into those improvements anyway. And so for ABC to kind of suggest another study rather than taking action, it's frustrating to me. That was uh, Christine Boyle speaking to our Mike Smith earlier today. Well, joining me now is Brian Montague. He's a Vancouver City Councillor with ABC Vancouver. Uh, Brian, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Jess. Uh, your thoughts, first and foremost, you want to respond to what uh, Christine Boyle had to say there? Yeah, I mean, the original motion just, uh, it was flawed uh, in a number of ways. And all we simply did was put in an amendment that said, instead of just blanketing the city randomly uh, with this one-size-fits-all solution, uh, she wanted to put in about 107 red light cameras. Um, and I'm not against red light cameras, but let's do it systematically. Let's actually, the amendment basically calls to to look at dangerous intersections, determine why they're dangerous and come up with a solution, a tailor-made solution, rather than just uh, a hope and a prayer that mm-hmm. something's, that it's going to work. What's the cost of putting those in? Yeah, and that's interesting. I, I don't think Councillor Boyle knew the cost until I told her uh, in council. Uh, it would be if, if the city was to add the the number of cameras that she had within her criteria, it would have been 107 cameras. They're just shy of about $200,000 a piece to install. Uh, so it would have been about $21 million. Plus then there's an annual $1.2-ish million annual uh, uh, operating cost. And that comes from the city's budget? Well, and that's, uh, you know, I wasn't super clear in the original, in the original motion, um, but the way it was written, that was my reading of it, was that she was asking the province to allow the city of Vancouver to install them at all these locations. So right now there are 40 of these cameras already installed in the city. Ms. Boyle has said that uh, these cameras generate millions of dollars in revenue. Does, it, does the system pay for itself right now? Uh, it depends on the cameras you look at. Um, so some of the cameras generate a fair bit of revenue. Uh, some of them six, seven, ten thousand tickets a year. But there are lots of cameras that generate a hundred, two hundred, three, like less than a ticket a day. Uh, it takes a lot of, and these are one hundred and thirty-eight dollar tickets, right? That's what the ticket is for for a speeding ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the value of a speeding ticket is. Um, it takes a long time at one hundred and thirty-two, one hundred and thirty-eight dollars a piece to. To, to pay for that $200,000 worth of hardware. And I've, I've been reading that it, all those cameras, the 43 safety cameras at intersections in the city generate $8.2 million. Um, do they make the city, do they make these cross-sections safer in your opinion? I mean, you've been a police officer for a lot of time with the Vancouver Police Department. In your opinion, does it make them safer? Or is it, or is it just a cash cow? Well, I think... In some locations, it could it it could make them safer. And I I try to do a bit of a dive on some of the data that we have uh, that I that was available to me at least mm-hmm. of the forty three that we have in Vancouver. Um, a lot of them, when you look at the crash data over the last five years, it stays pretty stagnant. It doesn't look like it's changed at all. Uh, in some cases, the crash data actually creeps up a little bit. Um, but if you look at, uh, and I think Hastings and Renfrew was one that stood out for me, where mm-hmm. uh, there's a camera there, and it actually over the last five years collisions have actually 
uh, decrease fairly significantly. So that's maybe one location that where it works. But uh, again, a one-size-fits-all solution is just not the right approach. To just randomly put these uh, these cameras in places and hope that they're going to do something uh, is just not the right way to do it. Let's let's figure out where these high-risk intersections are and take a really look, good look at why these crashes are happening. Come up with a tailor-made solution. Some of these solutions are extremely inexpensive, uh, like an LPI, a uh, leading pedestrian uh, where um, uh, interval where basically before the light turns green for the cars, it allows the pedestrians to start crossing the street. It's like $2,000 to install these things, and they dramatically reduce collisions. So maybe it's just something as simple as that. Maybe it's a combination of, 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 uh, of solutions. You're not philosophically against red light cameras. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, Ms. Boyle was on, my, on, on this show a few weeks ago, and I... I don't, I'm not against red light cameras and speed cameras if they work just like, like yourself and probably m- many members of our audience, although some may have concerns that they turn into cash cows for, for government rather than dealing with the issue of safety. But in this case, one could argue, could they not, that we have an agency for that, and that's ICBC. I mean, the, the infractions are provincial at the end. of the, It's a motor vehicle act, right? That's right. These, this is a provincial responsibility. And uh uh, Councillor Boyle's original motion, uh, again, suggested that the city take on this task. The city already takes on hundreds of billions of dollars in downloaded costs from both the province and the federal governments. Um, and, and it's not something that we should be taking on. This should be left for the provincial government. I'm happy to uh, to uh, have agencies, city agencies, including our Vancouver Police Department and the Vancouver Fire Rescue Services, participate in these discussions on how to make intersections safer. And I think that's where we need to go. Um, but again, it, it's how, how do we, how do we make the city safer? Um, uh, I think I, I told you earlier, I said, uh, I put it again, if your car doesn't start, um, do you automatically take it to a mechanic and just say, well, replace the alternator yeah. when it might be something as simple as uh, a connection to the battery. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, let's look at the problem. Let's not, let's not, you know, uh, let's not find, let's not, uh, prescribe a remedy before we know what the Yeah, I mean, I go the back to the ICBC, argument. this is a multi-million dollar organization uh, that we own uh, and that provides, uh, you know, service to its uh, residents. It provides data to the provincial government. I'm sure that data can be shared with this, the city as well. But it's, it's, it's an institution that we own, whether you like it or not, we have it. And traffic safety is part of their mandate, number one. You've got the Vancouver Police Department. You've had a traffic department there since ages. Uh, they do good work. They're very engaged. Uh, and I'm sure they would want more resources. Every department does. But they do good work. Absolutely. So we we actually have the agencies that are supposed to be there talking and looking at, at, uh, at speeding. And I'm sure they do know the intersections that are already there. So in this case... You're now going to ask staff to study specific intersections. Walk me through what you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, well, here. it wasn't even, it wasn't really an ask to study. It was basically an ask to uh, again just stop the uh, a one size fits all approach and just identify. So it wasn't really a study, but uh, we've asked them to come back to report back in the third quarter of next year. Um, but it doesn't necessarily say that they can't implement safety measures before then, before that re- report comes back. Um, so it's an ongoing. Uh, yes, we want. The, we want staff and, and the VPD and Vancouver Fire Rescue and ICBC and all these stakeholders to, to look at these intersections. Um, but as they're looking, if, if something, you know, uh, jumps out at them as a safety issue, well, then let's address it. 
Yeah. But I want to clarify, $21 million to install the cameras that um, uh, Ms. Boyle says should be put in. And right. that, that's going to be tax, BC tax, or sorry, Vancouver taxpayers that would pay for yeah, that, Yeah, the right? city of Vancouver is installing them. That's Vancouver taxpayers. So, and, and it goes back to one of the things you talked about here. Is that your core business as a city hall to be doing that? When it is provincial legislation against the Motor Vehicle Act, you've got the ICBC, you've got your Vancouver Police Department's traffic, uh, uh, traffic uh, department. Uh and I think you raise a very good point here in that you have other downsized costs that Vancouver has taken on, including daycare, uh, including some other things. Housing. A lot of housing. Yep. That isn't your core competency. I understand why they've done it. The downsizing is going on for probably two decades now to a certain degree. And now to say we're going to get into the red light camera and speed camera business, it's going to cost taxpayers $21 million, which you still have to find, right? Like It's not like you have it sitting there waiting for you. Yeah, absolutely. We, we've got to figure out where that money comes from. And, and I'll admit, we've, we've even taken on costs uh, for mental health services. You know, we, one of our promises when we got elected was to hire 100 new police officers and, and a whole bunch of mental health nurses as well. Uh, it's a provincial, uh, that's a provincial responsibility as well. But we were uh, at a point where we, we felt it was desperately needed to have action now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, let me be very clear. I spent 28 years with the Vancouver Police Department. My last five years was with the traffic section as mm-hmm. a collision investigator. Um, so I know very well uh, the devastating effects that car crashes have on on people and families. Um, I, I've pulled more dead bodies out of carnage, uh, bodies that have been torn apart uh, mm-hmm. under trucks. And um, I've dealt with uh, incidents involving suicide and medical emergencies. But so it, it bothers me a little bit when people suggest that that it's all about money and that I don't care about safety. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be further from the truth. My goal in this amendment and in trying to um, improve the original motion was to make sure that we're making a significant, like that whatever money we spend, whether it's $2 million or $20 million, it has the greatest impact. Yeah. Uh, Brian, thank you. Thanks for having me.